Fantasy Football fans, this is Jeff Power, Senior Writer with Real-Time Fantasy Sports, and welcome to another edition of the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's podcast, we're going to help you get ready for week one of the fantasy football season. Yes, week one is finally here. All the preparation you did to get ready for the year is about to pay off, and we're here to help you get ready at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. I'm going to be joined by Curtis Guzman, a co-worker of mine, and we're going to go over all things week one of the fantasy season. Before I get to that, I just wanted to mention you can still get in leagues here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports, though. We will run drafts all the way through Saturday, so if you want to get in one more league, get in one of those best ball leagues where you don't have to keep track of your roster and transaction moves and lineup moves, do that now. Go to rtsports.com. Sign up for a best ball league today. You can also get in other leagues as well. We have all all American formats, audible formats where you can set up your rules and however you like to set up the league in general. Just go to rtsports.com. Sign up for one more league today. You can do that again through Saturday. And now here's my interview with Curtis Guzman of Real Time Fantasy Sports. I'm joined now by Curtis Guzman of Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Curtis is a co-worker of mine. He's been on the show plenty in the past. And we're going to preview week one for you of the NFL. Yes, week one is finally here. Curtis, thanks so much for being on with me today. Absolutely. Excited to get the new season started. And it's been a long spring and summer. But, yeah, football's finally back. It's finally here. So before I get into the fantasy-related question, I just want to ask, what about your plans for the big games this week? Anything special you doing for week one of the NFL? Uh, I usually like to get together with a good group of friends. Um, this weekend, I actually have a wedding to attend on Saturday night, so I'll be out of town. But um, I'll still be with a group of friends. I, I imagine we'll be going out somewhere or gathering at a house to watch as many games as possible. So, yeah, it should be a good time. How about you? Yeah, yeah it sounds good to me, too. I, I'm probably just going to hang out here at the house and watch it with my son. He's big into it now. He's in sixth grade. He's doing fantasy football this year. He's all into it, so we'll probably just chill out here, barbecue some stuff, and have a good time watching the games. Hopefully they turn out to be good games. That was my next question for you. So, you know, just what are you looking forward to watching this weekend? Any specific games or players, anything at all that you're really excited to watch for this first weekend in the NFL season? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Uh, I think I've probably mentioned it before, but uh, I'm a bit of a Colts fan. So just seeing Andrew Luck finally back after, you know, nearly two years of, uh, two years of injury. So see him back and then that new offense. Um, I like to watch, you know, the rookies, see how they do. You know, Sam Darnold, Saquon Barkley, you know, is Lamar Jackson used it all or how's he used on the field? I think that'll be interesting. And then just kind of, I guess, like, you know, certain teams like the 49ers or Browns who, you know, could potentially be poised for a big turnaround. And you want to see how they how they look in week one and if, you know, they have any promise or glimmer of hope this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm along the same lines with a lot of those things, Curtis. I'm also intrigued by the rookies. That's kind of what I want to watch is just see some of those rookie backs, especially Royce Freeman, Saquon Barkley, see how they fare in their first backs, and also some players that many of us, considered breakout candidates for this year. So maybe someone like Kenyon Drake uh, or Corey Davis, kind of watch those guys and see see how they perform in week one, see if they live up to expectations. So I'm excited to see what happens with those guys this uh, this year, and I'll be watching them close this weekend. So kind of along those same lines, uh, 
I know waivers has not run in a lot of leagues, but some of them they have if you draft it early. But waivers will start next week. Are there any players you want to keep a close close eye on this weekend that you might consider picking up for next week? Guys that were kind of on the fence, you're you're thinking about drafting maybe and didn't take them, but they're still out there, and you kind of want to take a close look at them this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do when the draft's over. It's like, okay, who else was I considering drafting? Who else has potential? So. Uh, I know in a lot of leagues, two guys that I looked at, um, kind of surprisingly for me, I'm seeing Rashard Matthews unowned in uh, over half the leagues. And um, I know he was obviously injured and didn't really get to play in preseason or practice much, but he has now been cleared off the PUP list for Tennessee. So uh, it could take him a little bit to kind of get back in the swing of things, get in football shape. But I, to me, he seems like they probably – Still clear number one uh, wideout in Tennessee, if, you know, or maybe with Corey Davis. So uh, see how he looks, you know, in this next game or maybe the next two, three weeks. And then another guy I was interested in was a Browns running back, Nick Chubb, the rookie um, from Georgia. I have intrigue about him. I just think it's a crowded backfield right now with Hyde, Carlos Hyde, and Duke Johnson. But um, he gets an opportunity and, you know, starts looking really good. Maybe he runs away with that starter position at some point. So those were kind of two guys I was eyeing. Yeah, a couple of receivers I'm going to look at. John Brown with uh, Baltimore. He had a lot of hype in the preseason, did well, but he didn't go draft in a lot of leagues. And I'm kind of intrigued to see how many targets he gets in week one. He's a guy who's out there, and he's a former 1,000-yard receiver, and he could end up being the top guy in that offense, even with Crabtree around. So I'm kind of intrigued by him. Also, Philip Dorsett in New England. We all know that New England situation where they like to rotate the receivers and use several different options, but he's the guy that could emerge this year, so I kind of want to see how he does in his first week of action in that New England offense. And another New England guy I want to look at, not a receiver, but a running back, is Jeremy Hill. Kind of want to see if he ends up being the goal line back like we think he's going to be. If that's, if that's the case, he's going to have a lot of value, uh, you know, in leagues that especially reward touchdowns. So I kind of want to see if, uh, he'll end up being that goal line back because he's still available in a lot of leagues and I'm in a touchdown heavy league. One of my leagues is a TD only league basically. So he'll, he'll end up being the goal line back. He's going to have a lot of value in a league like that. So I kind of want to see how that plays out this weekend. Now I want to delve into our hot, cold and sleeper plays for week one, Curtis. So I'm going to start with the hot plays. Who do you got on your hot list for this week? Yeah, there's two guys I was eyeing. Uh, first one, Baird wide receiver Allen Robinson. Um, you know, I want to go, I, I believe in the offense as a whole. I think they'll improve. I like Mac, Matt Nagy and, and his schemes, and I think that'll help. I don't know if I'm ready to call Trubisky uh, fantasy relevant, but as far as Allen Robinson, I think, you know, he should be one of the main beneficiaries in this in this new offense. Big target, you know, coming over from Jacksonville. He saw a lot of red zone uh, looks and um Good matchup against Green Bay, so I think that could be could be a decent week for him. And then another guy is tight end Jack Doyle. Um, it's kind of just below, you know, that first wave of tight ends with like Zach Ertz, Kelsey Krakowski. Uh, but I do like him. He's always had a rapport with Andrew Luck, and uh, also in a new offense that I think, you know, the head coach from Indianapolis comes over from Philly. So you kind of think, you know, Doyle could have a Zach Ertz type impact. He's not maybe quite the athlete, but uh, I imagine he'll get a lot of looks as well. 
Yeah, I'm really intrigued by Doyle this year to see what happens with Luck back in the mix. He's been pretty good the past couple of years, but his numbers were really good when Luck was starting. So he could end up being a, a steal or a bargain for a lot of the fantasy teams that end up getting him as a number two tight end. And I'll give you a couple of my hot plays, Curtis. I'll say Drew Brees in New Orleans. I like him a lot this week. Has a history of torching the box. That's who he plays week one. Last year, he missed on just 13 passes the entire season against the Bucks in two games. He was 44-57. And I look for the Bucks to struggle against the pass again this year. I think Brees will have a big first week of the season, and he'll do really well for all those fantasy teams that drafts him. Another guy I like a lot this week is Ravens running back Alex Collins. He's the clear number one back from day one this year. Plays the Bills. They allowed the most fantasy points to running backs last year, and they were just 21st against the run in the preseason again this year, so that's not a good sign for that defense. I think Collins will run all over Buffalo this weekend and be a great play. So on the flip side, we told you our hot plays. How about some guys you're avoiding this week, Curtis? Any guys that are scaring you to put in your lineup? Well, I'll just say it because I'm, I am frustrated. I don't know about you, but I, I do have Le'Veon Bell in one league, and that whole drama situation is uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, it's definitely going to hurt a lot of fans. You know, you know, he's probably taking top three in, in most drafts, so um seems pretty much guaranteed he won't play, at least in week one, depending on owner reports. So um, the only guy, though, that he – makes me nervous this week and going forward is uh, quarterback Dak Prescott. Uh, I just worry about the Cowboys' offense this year. Um, you know, what wide receivers do they have that could be really a, a big play threat and, and help, you know, take away pressure from Ezekiel Elliott? You know, I don't know that there's one that really impresses me right now on the roster. Obviously, someone can step up maybe, but uh, you have offensive line questions, team knowing, teams knowing that they're going to try to run. So I think there's some regression maybe with Prescott overall. I mean, he has a pretty tough matchup against the Panthers this week. Yeah, Prescott is concerning this year. That receiver core is just a complete mess, and I know I saw some comparisons to some college teams that are better overall at receivers than Dallas. A little rough <laughs> comparison there. Not sure if that's true, but it's obviously a concern uh, for Prescott and that entire Cowboys offense. So a couple guys I'm avoiding, Curtis. Evan Ingram, he's going to play this week. He had a concussion. Uh, and he's been out the uh, last couple weeks out of practice, but he's expected to play. He's been cleared. But the bigger concern for me is his matchup against the Jaguars. Jacksonville's second against the pass in the preseason. They were dominant against the pass last year, and I think New York's offense is going to struggle in this one. Ingram's a little bit of a concern for me. If you have better options, I would go with him. Another guy, kind of a big-name player that worries me this week, is Mike Evans with the Bucks. Saints used to be a team you could target for fantasy teams, uh, offensively, but that's not the case anymore. Their defense is top-notch. They ranked first overall against the pass in the preseason. They were very good against the pass last year. Evans had just six catches for 68 yards in two games against the Saints last year, and he has Ryan Fitzpatrick starting quarterback for him this week because of the suspension to Jameis Winston. So Evans is a concern for me this week. I know it's hard to bench a guy like like him because he has just such huge upside, but you're going to start him just, just – be wary that he could have a down week for his standards. Now, I want to talk about some sleeper plays, Curtis. Any guys maybe flying under the radar you think could do well this week? Yeah, the first guy who uh, stands out for me is uh, receiver, Will Fuller. Uh, he's have, he has an injury designation right now with a hamstring. He does seem in line to play, though, uh, come Sunday. Uh, he's been practicing on a limited basis, and I think that's more out of caution than anything, but 
Um, I like the Houston offense as a whole this year. They have a they do have a tough matchup against the Patriots, but I imagine that will be a high scoring affair and maybe Will Fuller benefits. Um Patriots will have, I assume, Stephen Gilmore kind of shadowing DeAndre Hopkins most of the game. So uh, if, if you know Watson struggles going and looking at Hopkins, uh, Will Fuller can be that second option. Uh, one last guy I like is Seahawks running back Chris Carson. He is officially the starter. Um, he hung on to it during the preseason. And yes, they did draft uh, first-round rookie running back Rashad Penny, and I imagine Penny will start working in the fold more as the weeks go on. But um, for right now, you know, Carson knows the offense. He knows the team a little better. He's, he's a little more polished. So, um, you know, maybe at least for the first month of the season and this week in particular against Denver, I think, I think that could be a good flex play. Um, I would bet on Seattle trying to establish a run on the road and, you know, slowing down that pass rush from the Broncos. I'll give you a couple running backs for my sleepers this week. Uh, Matt Breida. Like him, he could start over Alfred Morris at this point. There was talk that Morris was just going to come in and start, but now they're saying he doesn't quite know the playbook uh, like Brita does, so Brita could end up starting. But even if he doesn't start, he's a better pass catcher of the two. Morris just doesn't catch passes. Brita averaged more than 10 yards per catch last year, so I like that aspect of his game. He plays the Vikings, which is a tough matchup, but if he's starting, getting work on passing downs, I think he could still produce for fantasy teams, be a good flex play in this week one matchup. Another running back I like is Jets running back Isaiah Crowell. Didn't get a whole lot of love in the preseason, but he is the number one back for the Jets. He could get a good amount of work on a weekly basis with a start with a rookie quarterback starting for the Jets. So I think Crowell will be used a lot. I know Bilal Powell's there, and he could take some work on passing down. But Crowell will get the early down work, and he can catch the ball. And he has a great matchup this week against the Lions. Lions allowed the second most fantasy points to running backs last year and they allowed the fourth most rushing yards this preseason, so the the rush defense has not been shored up for this team, and I think the Jets could exploit that this week, which means good things for Crowell. It could end up being a low-end number two back or even a top flex play for fantasy teams. So that's our look at week one. Curtis, I appreciate you joining me as always. I know you're excited about this first week of action, and we'll have to do it again sometime, sometime soon. Sounds great, Jeff. Appreciate it. And that was my interview with Curtis Guzman of Real Time Fantasy Sports. I want to thank Curtis for doing a great job of getting you ready for week one of the NFL season. And this has been Jeff Power for Real Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day, everyone, and good luck week one.